What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Renegade Supreme. Today, we're actually at the Cobble Bar again. We're doing another Cobble Bar special, right, Tim? Yes, sir. We're we also are. recording today. West Side. Look at that. So, um, you're going to hear a little bit of back background music, um, but that's good. We're also going to be kind of vibing out just a little bit in here. Um, we're going to invite a bunch of guests over. I actually have, uh, we're gonna, pretty soon we're gonna introduce a guest to you guys, which is gonna be really awesome. Um, good friend of mine, known her for a very long time. Yeah, really long time. She's the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> she invented sliced bread, actually. And she looks like sliced bread, she's white. But before we go there, um, Sean is still in the mainland. Sean, come back, please. Please, please, Sean. Come back. I beg of you, come back. Um, come back. We, we need your technical expertise. Stop fucking mainland bitches. And get over here. <laughs> Stop trying to, at least. Yeah. All right. So, for our first guest of the night, Tim, you, had, you said you had a couple questions and everything. Oh, yeah. But for so, the first guest of the night, my good friend, all the way from Arizona, she comes to Maui like five to eight times a year, and she's here again. So maybe we should close that door. Yeah, it's a little loud. It is a little loud. We'll just deal with the heat. Yeah, deal with the heat. Yeah. So cool. if That's everyone good. gets sweaty, she's gonna take it. Slutty? Sweaty. Yeah. Right, look at look at the difference now. The difference, oh, yeah. yeah. The difference in the sound. It's even better. Yeah. All right. Cool. So my friend, my good friend, you wanna introduce yourself? Hi guys, I'm Abby. This is Abby. She's gonna be joining us for the first segment of Renegade Supreme podcast. And Abby, uh, where are you from? Um, well, originally I'm from Canada. I moved to Arizona when I was nine. Oh, nice. So I've been living in Arizona majority of my life. Okay, that's yeah. awesome. Where in Canada? Uh, Calgary, Alberta. Calgary? Mm -hmm. Alberta? Yeah. Nice. Alberta? Alberta? Yeah. Dude, no, no, but I hear the mafia's fucking Italian mafia serious. <laughs> like more so in Canada than in the United States. For real? Just because, like, I believe it, because no citizens have guns up there. Yeah, well, and, I then, would and you it, think yeah. about it too. It's it's uh, it's isolated. I mean, I've never been to Canada, so I don't yeah. know the big city life, but it is somewhat spread out. Yeah, kind no, of isolated. For sure. There's yeah. not, and it's like you can in like the late 2000s. That's where like, that's where a lot of like some of the still hits and shit. Really? So that's why I want to go there for the snow and for the Canada's uh, nice. For the murders. Yeah. Mur murders are nice. <laughs> okay. And I mean, how old are you? I'm 19. 19? Yeah. 19, 19 years old. 19 years Abby, old. Abby, what was your last name? Ingerfield. Ingerfield? Ingerfield. Like, in Garfield. In Garfield? The cat. <clears throat> what is that? Is that Canadian? Yeah, I think so. I'm not 100% sure. Very cool. Do you yeah. know your, like, lineage at all? Yeah, so I'm like, I'm a mix of, like, basically all the white countries. <laughs> oh, um, dude. I have, like, Ukraine. Oh, Ukraine. Uh, okay. A little bit of Russian. Oh, so you. Oh, okay. Some Scottish. Um, what else? I can tell the Russian when I see your sister. Can you actually? Yeah, I look at your sister. I'm like, they look Russian. Like really? you guys actually look Russian. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of weird. Do we do? Yeah. No, like for real. You guys look uh -huh. Russian. Yeah. I've never been told it before. You look like those messages I get with the pictures of the girl like Svetlana and shit like that. <laughs> Like, You're lying. The, the girl that like is like, oh, America, um, just 
like to know you get more. How much money? Please bank account. It's like, what? You really it's like, you get that message? No, I mean, it's your beautiful women. No, but it's yeah, all, yeah, yeah. It's I all think fake. It's a compliment. I think it's yeah, a it's all fake. Russian. It is a compliment. I think it is a compliment. Mm -hmm. Clip it. Hell is trying to get Anyways, uh, that's really cool. I like, I'm a fan of Russia in an odd sense. I like to do a lot of reading about like the Soviet Union, Russia, Van yeah. Rind, um, the Gulag. I'm slowly making it through those volumes. Mm -hmm. um, there's just a lot of stuff. Yeah. Read a book about uh, an investment banker in Eastern Europe and he was in Russia. It's yeah. pretty wild shit. Like, yeah. It's like the wild, wild west of Russia. Honestly. Yeah. How crazy is that? It's still, it's still kind of like the same. I mean, it's obviously better, but like, it's different. Right. It's, it's different though. So you're actually the first guest, and I wanted to ask this question, kind of, we were, we were kind of talking about it earlier, yeah. up on the right over, but you're the first guest that we've actually had on the podcast that doesn't live here. And really? That nobody yeah. knows besides you. Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah. So okay. you're like the first brand new, like everybody's like, oh look, this is a new person. Yeah. So I wanted to like ask you like, what? How does Maui affect you? Like, how does it affect you uh, when you visit? Like, what are the first kind of impressions that you had when you visited? And what what is uh, what hooks you and, and makes you want to keep coming back? Well, first of all, when I was young and I lived in Canada, we would always come to Hawaii when I was like a little kid, like young little kid. So coming here, it does remind me a bit of my childhood. Um, I also just love the energy. I think Maui is beautiful. I think Hawaii is beautiful. I love the people here. Um, it's definitely, I, when I come, I feel like I leave a better version of myself. I have a lot of, um, what is the word, like, mental confirmations of things that I already know. I gain more self-love. I don't know, I feel more connected to like spirit, I guess. Um, yeah, I just, I love Hawaii, I love the energy. Yeah. So yeah. It's, the, it's the mana. Yeah. That's what it is. It's yeah, the, it's, in the, it flows in the land, it flows yeah. in the water, it flows in the people. Yeah. And it's not that that isn't unique or specific to yourself, but that is also, it, it is, it's also international. It's like one of the main reasons people come here. Yeah. Like I hear that answer all the time. I feel the energy is very healing. Yeah. Very connected. Especially you know? when you go to like Eyal. Yeah. If you ever get the chance to go to Eyal Valley, okay. I would recommend that you do that. Um, right. It's when you go in that river and you like you go in the water and there'll be days like I feel like terrible yeah and then I, I go in that water and I'm like dude I feel like rejuvenated I feel wow. like like it's a new you know what I mean it's like a healing kind of thing yeah like, and it's really it's really nice that's going beautiful up there. yeah I would love to go there. Uh, dude, I've I never really, been yeah, to Maui. Maui. it's amazing I hope is it I can on take uh, Maui yeah yeah okay it's actually really close to my house yeah. is it really yeah oh my gosh yeah so we need to go yeah, we should where I like to get tea leaves to make the lace I like to get in there and fill up my cooler or not my cooler but my flask or whatever with water there's spots you can go and you can catch it straight out wow. from the um, from the from like the mountain yeah just dripping out of yeah. different things yeah it's really so cool. good that's beautiful so good so you're how long are you in Maui right now um well I got here the 22nd and I'm going to on the 29th I'm going to Oahu okay so we've actually never been to Oahu I don't really know what to expect I heard it's more I don't, I've heard some people say it's like the Las Vegas of Hawaii. I don't know yeah. if that's true. Yeah, in a way. Some people have told me that. It's in a way, It's like yeah. a big city, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, we're going there, and then we're leaving on the sixth. So I, I'm going to be here for like two weeks. Uh, there's a yeah. lot of good spots in uh, Oahu because it is still one of the islands, and yeah. there's rural areas, but it is basically it's smaller than Maui, yeah? yeah. Yeah. And it's got more people and a huge city. It's like yeah. Me and Nixon, we went over there and we drove around the island, and we were surprised at how like fast it took. To so, like get around the island. Yeah, like we drove around the entire island. With my good friend Salem, hmm. shout out Salem Nagasaki Hiroshima. That's my boy. That's oh, his yeah, name. That's, that's right. his name yeah, on my phone. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we drove around there, and it was like, what? How long did it take us? Like what? Two hours maybe? Really? And we stopped at a lot of, maybe even less. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, it was weird. It is was it, like. Is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Is it bigger than Maui? No, smaller. It's smaller. You okay. can fit Oahu like on yeah. probably the Kahului side of Maui, right? Really? Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's definitely a different shape. Yeah, different shape. Some islands are different shapes. <laughs> Some of them are. So, uh, what do you do on a normal basis, daily basis? What are you passionate about? Tell us what your thing is. Um, Who are you? You, you look yeah, you, you look really nice. Uh, Thank you. Some people might think that you're going to cast a spell on them, which I would be very you happy think? if you did. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. Like, Okay. Well, are you a Hufflepuff? Are you a Gryffindor? <laughs> are you Slytherin? I'm Slytherin. You are Slytherin? On the BuzzFeed quizzes, oh, I'm really? Slytherin. You're Slytherin. Yep. Oh. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah. um, on a day to day, I have, I'm in school for welding right now. You're in school for welding? Yeah, yeah she I'm welds. I'm gonna be a welder. Dude. What kind of welding are you learning? All types? Um, right now we're not in like a. TIG. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we're doing, um, we're doing TIG and, what is it? TIG and MIG, I'm pretty sure. I'm not. I'm not too good with the names. Um, right now, we're just learning how to like weld good because it's a lot of like hand-eye coordination. You can't Absolutely. just like watch a YouTube video and know how to do it. Like it takes a lot of practice. Um, so right now, we've just been running like flats and verticals, just like just like uh, lines basically, mm. not really building anything. Um, so yeah, I have school. I go to school in the mornings, and then I get home and I go to the gym. Um, and I have a bird at home. I, I love animals. That's like one of my passions. I do want to like open my own like sanctuary or like rescue when I get older. Yeah. That's one of my dreams. Um, yeah. And um, I meditate a lot. I I do like to um, do the witchy or whatever things <laughs> I used to practice. Um, but yeah, I've just I've been chilling lately. I'm about to start work for my dad. I'm gonna start being like a social media manager for okay. his like restaurants. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Just kind of diversifying the different things you do. Yeah. Because in the social media world, so many people do that with influencers and marketers and advertising, mm -hmm. and are very adept and, and just focused in, in that. Yeah. But then for you're sure. also doing welding, yeah. which is, I would say, a complete opposite world. Yeah. Which I think that is you as a human being. Uh, that's gonna be a really good thing, especially at like a young age, like for you getting older, that you have the the foot in, in this one reality and then in another. Right. Because if you talk to someone that is just like all social media, Very, I don't wanna, I don't I, I talk to touch. You. Yeah, I don't wanna touch. Talk to I usually don't get along. Right, because there is like uh, an argument to be made about how real that yeah. world is. Yes. But it is also set apart from this world yeah because there's some people that still let's say canada or arizona that are just like they don't do that at all yeah or i'm from originally texas they don't there's 
people that they just we work out so see it doesn't fuck around on any of that shit yeah and it's just a completely but it's still in the same you know it's not cool, what you're like, saying that you have I don't know how to put it. Like you have a normal person like gig yeah. to kind of ground you. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So it's cool. So you, I feel like it, that helps you be super humble. Yeah. Because I remember when I first met you, you said that you were like really you popped off on what it, TikTok or something like that. Yeah, when I was younger. You were yeah. Like, yeah really? I was TikTok famous or whatever. Really? Yeah. What was like the most views you had on a video? Oh gosh, probably like. I can't remember, somewhere around 35 million. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I used to have like 170K followers or something. I was on TikTok back in like, when it first became TikTok after Musical.ly and like yeah. everything was just like the funny videos, you know what and I mean? Vine, like like after, the cringe yeah. funny videos. I was like a part of that. That's cool. Yeah, I look back at my videos now and I think it's so stupid, but people liked it at the time, yeah. you and know? How did that affect you sort of in like a mental way going about your day-to-day -day life? Did it make you feel like like you had to live up to whoever was following you? Like, do you feel like you had to leave up, live up, live up to their expectations? At first, no. At first, I just enjoyed it. I didn't care what I looked just like. I you. was just doing it for fun. I had tons of like little silly ideas I would do. Um, but as I got older and as I like continued to keep posting and like I changed, um, I definitely started stressing about it. And um, I ended up just leaving the account because I just, it was too much pressure. It was too much pressure. And like people from my schools, a lot of people in Arizona, they like knew me. They were like, oh, she's a TikTok famous girl. Yeah. Something like that. Um, Did you ever get people to like try to become friends with you to use you? Or um, to like. I'm not sure. I, I don't think so. I was never at like that level of fame, you know, like, but mm -hmm. um, I definitely, I had people come up to me in public and be like, hey, are you. Waymans, that was my that was my username, Waymans. So like, take a picture with me, but like, not not really, not really. Ways and Means Committee. It's a serious business. Ways Committee. I think it's a political. Committee. I don't know. It's a political. What? Oh, I don't know. I was just gonna ask right quick. Would you look at so everyone sees? Yeah. Your beautiful face. Oh. God. So this is Abby. Uh, she was TikTok famous. How much you sit on this side? Yeah, I let's was thinking that. that. Yeah, I, I don't know why we that. didn't do that. Okay, wait, let's oh, dude, musical chairs. This is shows how awesome we are. Musical chairs. Oh, okay. You can no, sit there. Okay. You can sit there. I'll sit. Yeah. Just sit down. Just sit your okay. ass down. Uh, cool. Did the there music stop? Did we grab our chairs? No. Yeah, okay. We're good. We're good. Hopefully, okay, I'm going to slide the mic over to you guys. You guys yeah, are kind of a little bit more quiet. And it's, it's cool because when so people watch it uh, on YouTube or if they would listen to it, then they can be, oh, that's who it was. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Nice. I like to watch podcasts. I like to watch them. Yeah. I will listen to them because like, if I'm driving. Even like, if I'm driving, I clip that thing on the side and I'm like, yeah. I like kind of like, I, I like to see it. Maybe that answers to this idea that maybe I'm more of a visual learner. Yeah. Either I got my hands on a visual learner. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of in both. So are you autistic or? Yes, very <laughs> autistic, yeah, dude. I'm autistic. Yeah. Clip it. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. That's really cool. So you enjoy welding then? Yeah, I what do like it. What are you like do with welding? Well, my main thing to do, I'm doing two years of just normal to get the certificate where I can work anywhere. I don't want to join a union. I that's mean, smart. I, I just, the hours and stuff is just too long. I know, I don't think it would be a good fit for me. Um, but my dad, he owns a construction company. So I'm gonna start working for him yeah. in his construction company. Um, and I, I also, I'm doing a one year fine arts 
welding. So I want to be able to like own my own jewelry business with like real gold, real silver, like that's stuff that's not going to turn your fingers green. That's yeah. like my biggest pet peeve. I hate that they, stuff. You find the cutest ring and it turns your finger green. I'm like... You wear it like one day and right? it's like, what the hell this is this? off so bad. So yeah, I want to do that and like work with like crystal jewelry. I don't know. Something like that because I want to own my own business. I want to have like multiple forms of income. Yeah. That's you know? smart. Like all that passive you know, that's, stuff. Yeah. That's also... I mean, that's something people have been doing for many years. But yeah. Kind of diversifying in all the different businesses. Mm -hmm. That is very much so like a modern day. Uh, I don't know what the generations are. There's like my generation, millennial, and then there's whatever the next generation is. Yeah. They're finding that like, oh, well, you advertise here, let's say on TikTok, or you advertise on YouTube, and you got this podcast over here. And then even with like the stand up comedians nowadays, it's like, oh, they all do their sets, but they all have a podcast. They yeah. all They're have all like, on someone else's yeah, podcast. They yeah. They're all doing merch. Right. Like, Theo Vaughn, like, you know, they're supporting, they're coming out with their own. You know, people come out with their own hot sauces, things like that. Right, yeah. And I think because we're in a digital world right now, that that is, it's like the bang for your buck. It's like make the most of this world right now that right. is yeah. digital and online. And that's yeah. exactly where it's going. And the thing is, too, is most, it's crazy to think, but most young people now have the advantage against other people that are not in the same generation as us because right. everybody knows how to use social media. Yeah. Like, grew everybody, up in, yeah. Everybody yeah. knows what everybody else wants to see. Yeah. So you can market shit like crazy right. levels yeah. and you just go. No, totally. I it's, agree. It's a, the book I'm reading right now, the guy, it's called Do Not Comply. He's, he's mentioned how like evil social media can be. Not even social media, but the digital world. And he mentions all the negative things, but he was not shying away. He was like, I will want to say that there are, and he lists off like 20 different positive reasons why. Right. And he even yeah. made a statement saying, that's the reason you're reading his book right now. Yeah. It's yeah. because he started this and then was found on this and then and this. And then he was like, that's why. He goes, I still make my posts. He's like, but just to be wary and always be careful in like what it is because I haven't gotten into the crypto. I was talking to one of the brothers last night about getting into crypto. That's cool. And, you know, crypto, whatever, these digital coins, uh, programmable digital money is like one of the next big steps. I think the that's the future. Step. I think that's mm -hmm. the future. I think it's crazy though to think about it because I used to be in that. Remember when I was talking to you about Chainlink? Mm -hmm. Chainlink. It's something yeah. popping up and it started when I talked to you, mm -hmm. it was 12 bucks. Yeah. Right now it's 25. That's wild. And that, I talked to you about like last month about mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So the, the thing is, is about this is I think it's good to invest in crypto because that's the next big thing. Yeah. Right? It's so hard to understand. But once you get it, get your money and get out. Because right. once you like you need to make that into a paper currency. Yeah. Because if anything hits, if anything goes down, you lose everything. Right. You know, and no, right. I don't trust people like being able to hack onto an account. No, exactly. They're doing that. Yeah. I, I just heard about this 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 app like that the I think it's the, it's in the Middle East. I think it's the Israeli military pass. Oh yeah. It's called Pegasus. I've heard I think of I've Pegasus. heard of that. Yeah, and I think I've heard of that. They, so what it does is, is if, for example, you click on a link, everything in your phone is uploaded. If oh you touch yeah. That link. Yeah. And now they're having a it's new. Insane. It's like Pegasus Two, yeah. where you, they just need your phone number. Yeah. So to think about that. They just need your phone number. They just need your phone number. That's crazy. And they like, and that's the new stuff coming out. So Pegasus oh, no. One was crazy, but they just came out with Pegasus Two. Yikes! And so I don't like as much as it is like an opportunity to just blow up out there. 
Imagine like somebody getting your phone number and you're just fucked. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy to think about. It's it's a wild thing too because cash rules everything around me, right? Yeah. Pre Wu Tang Clan, right? Yeah. Or just you hear like the dollar, right? The, the, yeah. You know, it's like cash is king. Things like that still ring true. My question is, when is it going to be the time that cash is no longer king? I do believe we can be completely. I think, I think we're moving towards like a cash. Cashless, cashless for sure. Dude, you're I gonna think, get her down a rabbit hole, bro. Well, the, 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 the <laughs> is, is, though, is I'm a believer in that. Like, like you can still hold on cash. In a hundred years, if you still got, let's say, cash, you got a shit ton of cash at your house underneath the mattress. You know what I mean? That will play a part sometime because there's always a market for somebody that's like, all right, one day something's gonna crash, something's gonna be different. There's people may just want cash just because they think things will switch one day. Or and you're somebody, gonna have a society yeah. where cash will be able to get you things mm-hmm. that are of higher value. Oh shit. Because right. people don't want to be on the grid. What yeah. if it's what if it switches because right now it's like dude get into the crypto because you can get things online on the dark Fast, web or yeah. whatever you can do this and then it switches to where everything is digital. Get, yeah. But it's like oh if you want that then cash becomes that yeah. which it's is, like oh you, you said you want a gun? Yeah. Oh uh, you gonna have to give me some cash, cash for that. Right, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well totally. because if, if things like this is a stretch as an example, but if things like sex trafficking, human trafficking, there's a market for it, right? Whatever they're paying for it, doesn't matter. But if things like that, there's a market for it. There's a market for rocks. There's yeah. a market for people want the crystals, old, like you were saying, crystals, too. Right, yeah. yeah. I don't believe that there isn't going to be a market for cash. Now, what that exactly hope, looks like. Yeah, I hope we it, still have cash. Yeah, whatever yeah. that looks like is going to be different. Because I like being able to hold what I own. Mm-hmm. Right, no, totally. If I'm spending my entire... Thank you, man. A shout out to Jackson. He yeah. walked and got me my Arnold Palmer. His Thank name you, is Jackson. Jackson Hewitt. He is the tax king. <laughs> yeah, we have the Hewitt here. But it's weird because I don't want to spend my entire life in it, like working away, slaving away, and then not being able to hold what I own. Right. Yeah. Is it's not a pride thing because either. Then it's, it's like, like no, I work for that. Yeah. You know, I trade my life for that. Yeah. You want a chair? No, no, go for it, dude. Yeah, sit there. Jackson, why are you making that? Nah, dude, yeah, that's good. Yeah. If anybody asks, Jackson, you're just a tech. You're a tech. <laughs> you're a tech you, you are our tech artist. Our, our, ladies and gentlemen, our tech support is a white dude, so don't freak out. Yeah, he's not he's, Indian. Yeah, he's not. Tim is Indian and yeah, he's on I'm the podcast. Indian, yeah. And, and he not, doesn't know yeah. jack shit about tech. No, no, I don't. I almost <laughs> called you because my TV wasn't working the other day. <laughs> yeah. But I realized I don't have direct TV, and you're also not a real Indian. There's so. <laughs> there, uh, there a comedian, Nate uh, Berskatsky, and he said that he was at a hotel, and the TV wasn't working, so he called, and the, the hotel sent up a guy. And he said, it's the oldest person. He was like, have you tried, you know, doing this? He was like, no. He was like, let's just... Maybe it'll end up working. Like the, the old white guy's advice is like, maybe if we just sit here and press a button, it'll. Yeah. Like, that's not. Every, it. Like I used to do, I used to do it, be a sound guy, and so I would mix and shit. And every single time it wouldn't go the way it should have. Like you know, if something's off or something like that. You'd always have that one old dude or that one old lady that comes up. Oh, have you tried turning it off and on? Have you tried unmuting right. it? It's like, bro. I've been doing this for how long? <laughs> yeah. Like, dude. Have you tried turning it off and on again? Yeah, dude, that's the main one. Did you try unplugging it? Yeah. Plugging it back in? Like, <laughs> Has anyone watched the IT crowd? 
No, it's, I uh, it's like I think it's a UK show, and these two guys are like the biggest <laughs> losers. They're the biggest losers, man. And whenever they call the tech support, they're down in the basement dungeon of the office. Have you tried turning it off and on again? And it was like that's like their advice for everything. What is it called? The it crowd. The it crowd. The it crowd. IT crowd. The IT crowd. Yeah, the IT crowd. It's actually super hilarious. I gotta, I gotta check that out. I wanna yeah, check it it's out. It's good. So. Have you the main focus of this podcast? Yeah. I wanted to go ahead and ask. So we we talked about your aspirations for life. Yeah. We talked about why you like Maui so much and where you're aiming to go. Yeah. What? I know this is like it's such a cliche question, but what drive? What's your drive in life? Like, what motivates you to do what you want to do? To go where you want to be? Um, to be who you want to be? What is that driving force? Um. Well, right now I'm just working to be the best, most evolved, healed version of myself I can be. Um, I do, I, it inspires me to like, I, I get inspired to like help people, not even necessarily help, but just talk with people. Um, Cause I've been through a lot, I've seen, like, I've seen it all. Um, I've been in some really dark places and I, I like helping people who are stuck in like, just giving people more different perspectives on things. Because I don't know, spirituality. Like it sounds stupid, but like it kind it changed my life. It changed how I think. It changed who I am. Um, I don't know. I just I I'm also motivated by like wanting to live my best life. It's stupid, but like we do have. To, I, I want to be able to make a lot of money so yeah. that I could do what I want. I want to have the freedom. Yeah, that's not stupid go. at all. No, 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 yeah. But like, I want to have the freedom to do what I want, buy what I want, everything like that. And um... What are some things that you want in life? Um... Certain things. And you're 19, so you can have insight into many things, even yeah. at 19. Just because you're young in age doesn't mean you don't know about things. No, However, right. In the opposite end of that, it's like you also are 19, so like in 10 years, you'll be 30. And it's like, Dude, you can, don't say that. Don't that crazy? Don't say that. But think about that. In 10 years, like That's the insane. way you're going, you you should be able to accomplish that. I believe in having goals and aspirations yeah. ahead of you. Yeah. To always be looking forward yeah. towards mm-hmm. that. 100%. And yeah. especially in, in the things that you're doing, like welding, uh, welding, the trade and craft movement right now. It's a big business because a lot of the welders are like old, older mm-hmm. people who are going to be retiring soon. And that's nobody, actually that's nobody what, does that work in right? our generation. Nobody wants to no, do manual right? labor, like construction no or way. like anything with your hands. They yeah. be, oh, I want to be a social media guy, or I want to do this or that. Like, yeah, dude, learn how to work with your hands. I right? believe, I believe that the reason that the trades are picking up so much right now is because it's like one world opens the other world up. So yeah. we are moving in a very digital, online, tech world. Totally. And then for some reason, it's like, what's the other vocations? It's trades, which yeah. is the opposite of like that marketing, that online, that yeah. clicks, yeah. That, that kind of business. Yeah, totally. And everyone's like, to me, it makes sense. That initial looking at it, you're like, this one is completely opposite. Where is that? But And then you're in both, as we mentioned earlier. Yeah. So that's like a, a very... A very uh, like it's unique, but it's a very uh, 
to advantageous place to be, to right. have, to want to be, because that's dude. In the last five years, ten years even, all I've heard about is trades are what's going, trades is what's going, trades is what's going. Right. And then it's gonna the, keep going up. Yeah, and it just keeps going up. It's honestly I think that's better market than going it, in crypto. Well, yeah, it, yeah. It's the same. The idea they said that when it was like this, not to get into it, but as an example, we had the first woman president and the first black president up to get, you know, in, in the election. Yeah. And then after Obama came Trump and the kind of general consensus was he, we were in a world that opened up for these two different types of, you know, milestones. And then yeah. after that, everyone was like, okay, well, we want the opposite now. Yeah. Whether that be true or not, but it's like that idea. I we're in this very tech world, this world that you know about, yeah. but I know very little. I, yeah. I got back on Facebook and all the Instagrams because of the fire and to help get out word because mm-hmm. I knew that's where the word was. And then, then it was like a month ago, I was like, all right, I'm done with that now. Like I was teaching him how to post stories on really? Instagram kind of thing. Like, and it's cool because yeah. when you, it, it's cool sharing knowledge, you know? Right. Like, it's, any, any aspect of knowledge is cool. I think um, social media and like the digital world, I think that is going to be one of the main key points in our future. But I think it's important that we don't go too too much into the digital world and forget about the actual world. You know what I mean? The actual physical world. Yeah, that's so true. Because I feel like if you just live online, I, I feel like you're not really living. I feel like you're kind of, if you're just like all online and everything, I feel like that's just kind of like a fantasy world, honestly. Yeah, and Absolutely. it's sad. It's sad because you see every, I was I was like on Instagram the other day and I was scrolling through videos yeah. and I saw reels of, of these kids who look like they would get bullied at school, right? And the way, the, the reason I think that is because they're creating in these videos that they make, they're creating these worlds where they're imagining social interaction with people mm. and recording it and posting it, which is sad because you're growing up in a society now where they're imagining a relationship with somebody else and you're not like, they're not actually talking. They're not, they're not interacting with people. Right. They, then you have the Oculus, you have all of this VR stuff. Yeah. And it's like, okay, what, I feel like people are trying to get us out of the real world because uh-huh. it's getting so shitty. Yeah. You know, it's a distraction. And, and it, it totally goes, is a distraction. Go ahead. It no, I think it's totally a distraction. And it, it, it's in a weird thing. It could stay shitty in the real world, if you will. Yeah the more we distance ourselves from it. Just like in the book yeah. right now, he was like, the way we fix our society, let's say it needs to be fixed, is not to change the systems, right? Yeah, a system that's broken may need to change, but what needs to happen is the individuals then need to reset in how you live your life and what you stand for yeah. and the relationships and the interactions you have. And then if you're your friend groups and then your family groups and then your community and then your city and then your county it's like that is the trickle down effect that yeah it's actually a trickle up it then spreads and then that's how suddenly now it's, we don't need to change the system we have decent people in the system yeah right so then yeah. if we can even have not that there's a decent people in these social media worlds in these tech worlds but if we have people that care about also living in this this world that is tangible that I can touch yeah then then things that are shitty could be better. I think we need to all come together as one. I feel like we're all are connected. Our consciousness is all connected. I think 
people need to stop viewing others as something other than themselves. I feel like, yeah. I just feel like we need to come together as a community. Mm -hmm. I hate the, like, you know, everyone's just like, either you're this, like, I hate the labels, you know? That like make us like feel like we're separated. And that's true. You know, because that's like, exactly what they do. Right? Yeah. Because like, oh, you're you should you look like you do this, or you look like you do that. Right. Like, okay, well, do you know who that person is yet? Yeah, you and know? we need to stop judging people too. Yeah. I used to be a very big judger. I used to be very judgmental towards people, um, and it does not make you happy. It makes you a miserable person. Because if you're truly happy with yourself, you're not going to be judging or like making fun of other people. You yeah. know what I mean? I think what I, because I used to deal with this anger. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, you're a young kid. You know, you're going through the motions, and you you get this yeah. anger. No, I me too. I feel you. I would. I started realizing that what I hated in other people is what I hated in myself. Yes. Yeah. And that's why you needed, like, I needed to sit down. I needed to take these issues out and draw yeah. it in because it's like, dude, that's why I'm judging these people no, because exactly. I hate what's in myself. No, yeah. I noticed whenever I used to be judging people for something, whether it was a part of their look that I didn't like or anything like that, it was because it came from, like, an insecurity of my own yeah. about the same thing that I didn't like. And you're projecting that onto other right. people. It's a lot of people just project their own insecurities how they feel about themselves onto other people. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I it's think, not tough I think um, well, it's been going on forever. Yeah. However, yeah, I in, feel like it is getting a bit better though. Well, we are becoming more open-minded right. towards other people. It's interesting enough. I would is, is with the with the online world, it can make it can make it better and it can also make it worse. Yeah. Because this is the thing we, me and my wife watched a show called Married at First Sight. Yeah. Oh, I seen that. I seen the that. The people that we were watching today, we're all like around our age. But Damn, it's, that's old as shit. The interesting, <laughs> the interesting. Wait, how old are you? Thirty-five. Oh my gosh. Okay. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Shut down. <laughs> Circuit <laughs> overload. Oh my gosh. Stop. Yeah. So the deal was though, I was like, you know what? I was like, babe, fuck all these people. I was like, the reason. That they fucking have problems in these, and it's obviously a show. Yeah. That being said, I was like, it's because they're just basing what they believe these marriages and relationships be off of, like, and I just said Disney, and I don't necessarily mean Disney, but that's the idea. It's like, you know, everything is online, everything yeah. is what they see. Like, so when people come, like, so my wife loves country music, and you'll listen to some of the songs she loves. I'm like, she doesn't even like that. She doesn't even want me to like, you know, you could have some song. It's like, oh, he just got off work and got damn sweaty and shit. No <laughs> got the hardworking man and he grabs me and it's just this, That's you know, this, music is you know, me. right? It's this kind of. And he fucked me in like, what? But she doesn't want any of that. She doesn't want any of that. If I come home, when I come home out from the cow pasture and I would be sweaty, the first thing I was like, oh, babe, so good to see you shit. Get in the fucking shower. Right, no, right? totally. But we still love these things, this world that we live in with yeah. the music and the videos yeah. and the, the posts, but that's not what she wants as a person. Yeah. And so these people get into these relationships, whether it be on that show or just in general, when they step outside of their digital realm, they step into this world and they meet somebody. It was like, oh, I don't mess with fake people. It's like, well, what's fake about them? Yeah, well, you know, they post all this stuff and that's not what they're about. Yeah, because that world is only, uh, uh, it's a delineation. It's yeah. only a small part of what actually people want on the inside, right? Yeah. Because 
it, it, it's very frustrating because and that's a negative part of it. it didn't have a negative aspect yet there is a lot of good things what's a really cool thing is that you're here and we've met you you know what i mean and you know about that he yeah. knows about these things but yeah we're still doing this and we're not any multi-million dollar thing we don't have even any viewers at all nixon we got a lot from that yeah from that last episode well, that's good thank yeah. you guys everybody who supported that oh yeah no and my wife listened to that episode i was like that's she the did. first episode you ever listened to. she goes it was the best one and so um somebody's hand was going through yeah, it's just like a horror movie some scary movie it's yeah, you're just like, uh... Just comes through. Yeah, it's like, <coughs> and, you know, suddenly the walls start shaking, the yeah, lights start flickering. Oh my gosh. But yeah, like, so many people asked, like, Vince was asking me, like, days after we did it. He's like, yeah. oh, yeah. you said George was on? I was like, yeah, dude. Yeah. And that's cool that we, like, mm-hmm. because, no matter, you know, we can mess around all the time. We can have all this, you know, we do stupid shit. But in the reality of it is, every single, like, you could, like, I listen to every single episode. And there's dumb... There's dumb moments, but the whole object of it and the, the, the main theme is like, it's real stuff. Like, yeah. like people need to hear what's yeah. been talked Absolutely. about. You yeah, know? I agree. I love that you guys do this. There's I think that. podcasts are so cool. Yeah. I, thank you for coming yeah. on. Yeah, like, so this thank, is you awesome. this is thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Remember uh, Kalani uh, that came and the guy I used to work with at the hotel? Yeah. He told me before he came and visited us here at the couple bar, he was like, Rob, listen to podcast. He was like, Dude, shout out to Kalani. I'm not gonna say his last name, but this, and I quote. Say his last name, no, no. <laughs> I don't know his last name. <laughs> he goes, quote, this is what he said was awesome about the podcast. Talking about cum is so real. It's like, it's like, oh, so just talking about something that we would talk about when we're at work or when we're at the beach or right for right. like you go surf. Like he was like, that's real. Because yeah. I never hear anyone talking about, yeah. you know, maybe just be a joke, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, pre-cum, whatever people make jokes. <laughs> Like, you know, it's like, you know, <laughs> it's like, but that's a real thing. Yeah. And part of the reason I do this is because I enjoy it, but yeah. I want to talk. I am a social person. Yeah. The attention, I don't mind. I'm all about that. I don't mind being a like, but I like it because it's a way, it's a, it's a positive outlet. Yeah. And for someone that still is at 35, I am still considered a millennial. I still, like, there are people that are older than me that know how to do this stuff more because we were still at that age where we came up with it. The, the introduction to all this tech stuff. And so if you stayed with it, you're just as savvy as the new kids that are yeah, in it and grew totally. up in it. But I don't. And the work and the things that I did stayed in welding and working in a cow pasture and doing that stuff. And so for me to do this, I've been trying to do this for years. Yeah. Like we do it on a phone. This is like so professional. I actually have. I know this whole podcast. setup and everything. Yeah. I'm like, well, y'all are professional. And if, and if you, if our, <laughs> I wish, dude. I feel like it's professional. Oh, I don't know. If the, if the, I don't know. It seems professional to me. The other founder and co-host Sean was here. Uh-huh. We have. They're not sanctioned for podcasting, but they're music mics and there's a setup and there's arms. It's cool. And he has a converter and yeah. it's all. He would have a desk that would roll and he'd have it all set up there and he could just roll the desk in. He's Hi. such a nerd. Yeah. It, <laughs> but it was like, it, it was, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. And I told my buddy, Matt Marlin, shout out Matt Marlin in Texas. He goes, dude, that's just awesome. I'm so happy. He was like, we're back. Cause he was listening when I was doing it before with a different guy. And I told him, I was like, this is the one that's going to stick. And we had a month, we had a month sabbatical, but we're back. You know, the thing is, is I was looking at my phone the other day and I actually started a podcast back in 
2018 or 2019. Yeah. It was, and I, I listened to an episode. I called it Specific Ocean. Specific Ocean. Yeah, so people are like, Pacific? No, specific. specific. You know, like, just make people, yeah. Yeah, yeah, come on, dude. But we started it, and I listened to that thing, and I was like, dude, this is insane. We were talking about COVID before it popped off. No. Like, and dude, it was, we were like, dude, nobody's going to get sick over this stupid bat, bro. Like, I would, yeah. like, and then it, and I, I was listening to that, and I realized, like, this was a dream that I had. Like, I wanted to be on a podcast just because conversation is so amazing. It's key, uh-huh. It's kindling. Yeah. It's fire. Yeah. And it's it's everything. It's yes. fertile. It's, dude, it's everything. Every aspect to grow something. Yes. Oh, that's a really good point. It's how you nurse, yeah. like, these things. Connection. Yeah. And it, yeah. it, it helps life. And it, mm. like, we could have a negative conversation on here. Mm-hmm coming out with a, like you started off negative come out with a positive outcome and somebody would be like dude that's exactly what I need to hear today yeah Absolutely. you know what I mean Absolutely. yes and that's that's awesome to think about yes it's really cool to think about I agree yeah and so with you being uh, doing the welding mm-hmm. and wanting to have many different irons in the fires when it comes to business mm-hmm. what do you like about let's say the kind of blue car blue collar work and what do you like about the like the online work? And then, what what do you think? Uh, oh yeah, just what do you like about either or? You know what I mean? Well, for the blue collar work, I feel like it's a crucial part of like everything. I mean, like building stuff, like everything, like pipe welding, every single thing. You know what I mean? It's a crucial part of like running our society. Absolutely. And because um, we don't have Wi-Fi sending waste and gray water yeah. to our houses yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. They may create these stations where it, it works on like, you know, different circuits and things where this turns on to that. They can yeah. program that to shut on, turn off and, you know, yeah. do, but it's still not a, it's not pixels or, or, or wavelengths that are sending the things to our houses, yeah. you know? So yeah. so yeah, it's like we it's still so important. I don't believe we're gonna get out of the physical things. No, we, I think it'll be around forever. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. it's gonna be around for a while. Cause even like you think about how primitive, let's say, like the Romans and ancient Greeks were, but yet they had like uh, this insane, very modern and very ahead of their game. You know, if you really think about water it, systems and things like that, the way history has repeated itself, the ancient Romans and Greeks mainly the Greeks, they were caught up in their own digital world. Yeah. Because every every night, Coliseum show, every yeah, night there'd be a play, totally. every night they'd go see like some music type of thing, or go watch like guys duel it off, or, or have like, you know, a verbal battle. They were lost in their own physical world. Yeah. They would send like, they, they would send like fucking, like, letters and to, to scorn another person like that's a post you know like yeah. oh this dude dissed me dude They're like yeah. it's like yeah, yeah i said that three days ago pull yeah. up you know yeah. like in a way yeah history like and you look at okay japanese culture they were always watching the they were doing like the plays and everything mm-hmm. not as much they were more but it's weird to think about it how history repeats itself in a spiral in an upward motion or a downward motion yeah yeah, yeah. That's Which is really interesting cool. to think yeah. about. So that's what you like about like the, the tangible world, the blue mm-hmm. car. What about what do you like about the online thing? Um, the online stuff. I feel like it depends. The algorithm really plays a crucial part in what you see. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because I know for some people, I mean, I mainly use TikTok. I feel like TikTok is a great place to learn things, to get other people's perspective on things. Um, yes. And, um, but then again, if you, it just all depends on what you, like, what you're watching. Because I know for some people, they just get sad videos because that's all they like. Right. So they just see sad thing after sad thing. And that frames your physical world and your physical mindset. Absolutely. So I think it's really important what you're watching. Mm, that's, um, that's really good. Super important because, like, for me, I like to watch things about, like, I, I don't know, I like to learn about Earth and the history and then, like, people's behaviors. I like to learn about, like, other perspectives, other people's opinions on things. Even if I don't necessarily agree with it, I love to hear other people's opinions. Oh, just like we were talking about earlier. Right, yeah. It's an integral part. It's vital. Yes. It's crucial to our survival as an individual and our communities in the survival yeah. in the future because even if you don't agree, you cannot truly, I believe, stand alone and independently and say, this is my perspective. Yeah. If you're not, because like you said, what you're watching is framing. It is. It begins to frame it's you. It's a frame. And your eyes are the window to the soul. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's Dude, the yeah. thing. And, and I, I really, the, the reason why I enjoy your company so much and I like you. being your friend yeah. is because you're, for one, you're open to a lot of things. Yeah. And so many people in this generation aren't. Yeah. You're willing to talk about things that nobody else wants to talk about. I'll talk if about anything. I will talk about anything. Like, <laughs> and you're also like, you're, you're very like, and you're not going to get in an argument. You're going to like, you could get it in a debate, yeah. but you just sit there and like, let's talk. Yeah. You know, and we can agree to disagree kind of thing. Yeah. And like, dude, like earlier today, I told her, cause we were supposed to hang out last night and I was like, yo, um, we're, I couldn't make it. I'm like, my bad, you know? Yeah. And then I told her I had to meet with you about the podcast. And she's like, you do a podcast? And I was like, yeah. yeah I didn't even know about it I was like, yo, until you like should, yesterday. You should, today. Or today. Yeah, it was yeah, today. today. And I was like, oh, you should, you should hop on. And then look at this, like, we're having a great conversation. I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Never like, been on a podcast yeah. before. And I, then her so whole fun. family was like, they looked at me, they're like, what's the podcast name? I was like, uh. You shouldn't have told them. I, well, I told uh, your, your sisters are like, They well, know it. Listen. They pulled I, it up. I know. I, I was I'm like, no. What? What episode did they listen to? I don't know. There's I don't know. There's a lot of ten-year-old sisters that she's gonna listen to it. So I was like, there's a lot of <gasps> there's a lot of jargon that is uh, edgy. Yeah, no, I did like not. It's over the line for kids that age. I was yeah. like, yeah. Uh, shout okay, out to okay. shout out to what are your sisters' names? Uh, Victoria. 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 Bridget. Bridget. And Scarlett. Bridget. Victoria, Bridget, Scarlett, shout out Scarlett. to you guys. I know you guys are wanting to become famous in every way possible. Yeah. But the thing is, it is important to interact and to get into different conversations. Yes. Uh, for what you're doing and on with TikTok and different things to learn. Yeah. So our learning needs to keep increasing our learning no, needs to knowledge is power we need to we need to keep learning and like i don't i feel like a lot of people nowadays even if they you try to talk to them about something they're so rooted in their beliefs that they've been they're so rooted in it that you're trying to talk to them about something a different perspective right. and they're immediately not even listening like yeah they're mm -hmm. hearing you talk but they're not actually 
processing what you're saying. They're just like, it's like kind of like a cognitive bias on right. almost. And I well, feel like a lot of people have that. Not only is it which it's, is normal, but like, I feel it's like normal, it's, but it's, it's kind of rude, and it's also yeah. it's a sad uh, bit of reality because. Yeah. Like when I was uh, canvassing for votes, right? I would knock on doors, and I would, I was going in a, uh, it was a uh, nonpartisan election. Yeah. Nonpartisan. That means it doesn't matter. You're not going to get on the ballot, and you're not going to be any party. This is a neutral. It's you're not Republican or Democrat. You could be, but for city elections in my hometown, here it's nonpartisan. And it will be on the ballot no matter what party yeah. you are, right? There's no primaries, nothing. So I'm knocking on doors, just footing it, just just walking around. And I was like, oh, yeah, my name is Timothy. I'm running for city council, yada, yada, ward this. And he goes, Republican or Democrat? I was like, well, actually, sir, it's a nonpartisan election. I and he goes, that. I don't vote for Democrats. And just slammed the door in my face. It's and it's so like, you, you've already, that's why, you're not. That's why I don't love, I think a two-party system is good and it has its perks, but I don't like how... When well, it's the only party. It's the only. We, you know, people are so like, oh, well, I feel like we shouldn't, how I'm, I'm trying to say this, I feel like we shouldn't, I don't know, I feel like it's bad to be too far left and too far right. I think it's, we need to find a middle, and that's when it's like black and white. It's like, yeah, you're either Republican or Democrat. It's kind of hard to, yeah. it's like, who are you going to vote for? You know what I mean? When in the... On this planet, other than Nixon, are you gonna find somebody that is 19 years old and yeah. says that? You're not. Really? You're not no. gonna find that. Well, here's the thing about it. And it also, it's all it's always been kind of that way to a degree. But think about what frames. Think about what frames people's realities now. Just that online world, right? It frames the reality. That's all the videos and the algorithms, right? So then, in, in the book I'm reading right now, Will Witt is the guy's name that wrote it. Do not comply. He said, what happens is you then align yourself with an identity, and that is, well, I'm Republican Democrat. And then you say, well, since I'm Republican, I got to go along with it. And yet you might disagree. And to just... To be aware, one, you gotta be aware of that. When your reality is framed, be aware of that, one. And then two, if you're aware of it, you need to then try to distance yourself. And it's hard in this society right now to be like, well, this is what, if you ask, this is what I am. Right. Or I'm fine with, but yet I disagree. People ask me, oh, you're from Texas? And they're like, oh, how many guns do you own? I don't, I own one gun. Yeah. And it's in Texas. I don't have it with me. Yeah, and you don't even own that gun because yeah, yeah. I was going to get yeah, that that's gun. Right, and yeah. I think you don't so even have it. That's the thing. It's, it's yeah. Everyone asked me, and I would tell them when I was working Zipline, I was like, I'm not your normal Texan. Yeah. Because they assumed Texans were this, 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 and that. And I was like, no. I was like, I actually am none of those things. Yeah. And they were like, well, that's, but you're from Texas. Yeah, that doesn't. See, not only do you then align yourself, other people then see online and see in the world, and they align other people without knowing them yeah. that that's what they are. Yeah. And then that creates a lot of dissension. It creates a lot of issues because then they already, when you talk to them, yeah. they just they've already are biased mm -hmm. and they're not listening anymore. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm here to you know run for, but uh, I don't vote for Democrats. So yeah. Like, oh, you don't even fucking right. know. But this guy knew. My grandparents, but didn't know he knew my grandparents because he shut the door in my face, not even knowing. Yeah. And then if he knew my grandparents, he might be biased, be like, oh, hey, you're all right. Yeah. You know? But that's the thing. He had, he was not willing to even find out, and that creates a lot of problems because people are all real quick to say this is what's wrong. Yeah. Well, I know what's wrong. You know what's wrong, and then you post about this. The idea is to then 
act out and do things. Yeah. yeah. Because you could be an influencer online, you could be a justice, social justice warrior, and that's all great, but you can post about it and that knowledge and information get out is key. However, it does nothing if you're not in the blue collar world, yeah. in the tangible world, then doing something, yeah. right? At least my thoughts, you should at least be more acting out. Yeah. People don't want to do that, or at least they don't know how. They don't know how to unalign themselves. Mm-hmm. And because what happens is you get into conflict. Yeah. We have a lot of conflict. I do things, think things are getting better, but I don't know if it's on the grand scale. It's also hard to know if actually people believe what they're about and what yeah. they align themselves with because mm-hmm. we see it only online. Like, so, those, with that being said, beliefs. Abby, we're we're so glad to have you on this podcast. Yes, thank and you again. It for looks like we're me. running out on, on time okay. for the segment. Yes, yes. So for the belief system, Abby, do you have anything that you want to tell the listeners out there? Yeah, something the world. That, that that the the world out there. Something that you want to share from your heart that they should like anything from your heart. Yeah, share it. Go for it. And then afterwards, just. And then plug your yeah, plug whatever your stuff you so wanna, people can yeah, know about so you. So we can yeah. connect you. Yeah. I think we need to stop judging people. We need to come together as one. We need to listen to other people, even if we don't agree with them. Yeah. I think um, we need to have more love in our hearts. I feel like we need to love each other regardless. Love 100%. Love is super important. Love is the highest vibration there is. The u- I believe the universe was like founded on love i feel like love is a universal thing that we were all created with um not even like romantic love i just mean love for other people not even romantically just have love in your hearts Mm -hmm. um i think love is a base trait we should have yeah and i think um i also would say you should try to go within and um just take a little bit of a look at yourself and see what you could improve not even in a bad way don't judge yourself over it but just be like i'm trying to put this into words just be like self-assess reassess. self-assess I think, personal reflection yeah i think self-awareness is very important but it's if you're too self-aware it can be a little i feel like it's a little too much it can like make you feel bad yeah there's we a should balance be more, yeah there, i feel like balance find balance in everything um uh, I also, I just, I think we just, again, need to all come together and just be one and um, love your neighbor, love everyone. Um, love yourself. And love yourself, most importantly, yeah. yeah white people, that means start eating fried chicken. <laughs> what? Yeah, start eating fried chicken. Love your neighbor. Yeah, you know what so, I mean? Okay, so that's what you wanted to share with the world. So everybody, love, love your neighbor. Yeah. Love yourself and love others. Yes. Love, just take love. love. Yeah. Self-assess. Take Fix stop. yourself. Yeah. You know, you may be you may be a terrible person. You probably are. Yeah. It's okay. Fix everyone, yourself. Everyone can change. I hate not. <laughs> she will cast a spell on you. If you don't get your shit together. Oh, right there. She just. So, do you have any like social media you want to plug in? Yeah. Okay. So, my Instagram is Abby Full. It's A B B I I two eyes F U L L. Abby Full. Abby Full. Um, and then my TikTok is Bodie Baby. Bodie B- Baby. Yeah, B O D E E Baby. Bodie Baby. Bodie Baby. That's like my internet name. Okay, yeah. Bodie Baby. So thank you, Bodie Baby, for coming on the podcast. Yeah, we really thank appreciate you for this, this time. This was fun. Absolutely. All right, guys, we will be back. Uh, with another segment of Renegade Supreme. Another huge thanks to our special guest, Abby. 
aka Abby Four, aka <laughs> Bodie Baby, Baby. aka Gangsta from Arizona, yeah. aka f- also from Canada. We'll be right back with another That's segment. That's the eight. Thank you guys. Thank you. Renegade Super Poop Poop Preem. And we're rolling, guys, back with another segment of Renegade Supreme. Um, This next segment, we got a very special guest. I'm going to have her introduce herself. She hails all the way from New Mexico, now resides in Kihei. I've known her for such a very long time. So So very long. Long And uh, go ahead, introduce yourself. Um, I am Sarah, and I live in Kihei. And yeah. There she is, Sarah, and you, you live in Kihei. So do you, do you work? I do work. I work at two jobs. I work at High Tech, and then I work at a place called House Day, and it's a food truck. And House their food is bad. Their food is bad? It's bad. Why? What kind of food is it? It's poutine, and I don't like poutine. And I love that. Do you love poutine? Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. That's smart. Anyways, no, yeah, so poutine, you don't like poutine? I'll cut that out. I don't. No, no, don't cut it out. I'll leave it. Yeah. Poutine is awesome. No, I'm just saying because they might walk in. Yeah, that's true. Poutine is really good. I love poutine. Love poutine. You love poutine? Yeah, poutine's great. Yeah, it's southern food, it's starch, it's good for you. Yeah, it's good. Sorry, I flashed the camera. My bad. (laughs) Charge you guys on the Patreon later. Patreon. We love Patreon. Patreon's great. So, subscribe to our Patreon? I am not. I would love to subscribe, though. How much much are we charging? Let's show them. Subscribe right now. $500. (laughs) $500. Let's actually make her do it. So, Sarah, how old are you? Uh, I am 20 years old. 20 years old? Yes, 20 years old now. And uh, you were born in New Mexico? Yes. Do you want my social security number, too? I I mean, maybe later maybe down later. the podcast? Not, not, not now. Not now. We'll save that for later. We'll save, okay. Is that is that more of like a... Uh, yeah, that's probably, yeah. Let me just turn this up a little bit. All right, and we're good. Sarah, there we go. All right. So, Sarah, you said you work at... Canada place. Canada and place. You also work at high tech. Which one do you like better? I like high tech better. I don't like the Canadians. I'm not gonna lie. That's crazy because you just met Abby and she is Canadian. Well, she's Canadian. Canada. She seems cooler than other Canadians that I've met. That's okay. Well, that's probably because she's so, been living in Arizona. You're the world's most expert, foremost expert on Canadians. Yes. Oh, so you know all about the Canadians then? I know too many Canadians. You know too many Canadians. Too many. I would like to know less Canadians, frankly. Okay. You're anti-Canadian. Not necessarily anti-Canadian. You're anti-Jewish as well? I'm anti-Canadian vibes. I'm not racist. You don't like black folks either? I don't like Canadians. Sounds like you don't like anybody. It sounds like you are kind of being racist. Just yeah. A little bit, just to... I like you which a lot race? more now that I know you're racist. Which race? There's a Jew sitting out there. Uh-oh. Oh, that's gross. That's... Camden's a Jew. Oh, and you, can you, can you tell? Are, are you allowed to say that live? Yeah, we can. We can say whatever we want. It's our podcast. Oh. So where's the Palestinians at? Yeah. I mean, there you go. That's not, here. Uh, <laughs> not here. Not here. That's so bad. <laughs> All right. So, yes. We usually start off the, the the podcast with a little kind of conversation and um, a little combo. You know, we. I know you uh, outside of the podcast, guys. I know we're outside of the podcast. And uh, every single time that we talk, there's always something real involved in it. Like, you are extremely good at noticing key notes in other people. And obviously, this is a weird question to kind of kick it off. That's fine. But um, how often do you act upon that? 
How often do I act upon it? Yeah. How often I, do you act upon it and like try to like? Yeah. Oh, no, how often? Saying, how often? <laughs> I'd say that I act upon it anytime I get an opportunity to. So if someone leaves a window in a conversation that gives me a place where I can act upon it, I definitely I'm gonna say something and we're gonna talk. Okay. Okay. And yeah. and so what win? So you're you're just looking for any window, or are you looking for something very specific? I'd say any you get certain keys when you're in conversations, uh -huh. like little little keys that will show you if someone's willing to talk about something like that or not. Because a lot of the times people are just super closed off to those kinds of conversations. So when I get certain keywords or certain little nuggets of people's past, I go, okay, let's elaborate on this. Uh -huh. Tell me your deepest darkest fears. <laughs> What's and your deepest darkest fear? My deepest darkest fear? Yeah. Being alone. That's everybody's darkest fear. That is, it's do my deepest think, darkest, or do you, losing the people I love. Do you think that stems from an inner, like, mindset or something on the inside? Absolutely, 100%. I think it's it stems from the fear, it just stems from past experiences and life and, you know, certain times where I didn't want to be alone and then, you know, finding the exact opposite of that. And then when you, when you get the not loneliness, you want the loneliness less, you know? That's good, say that one more time. If you want the not loneliness, you, you want the loneliness less. How does this make That's sense? good. That makes me feel threatened slightly. Yeah. Do you want exactly. one too? Do I want one? Sure, can I have it? This knife? Yeah, in my hand? Yeah, you can have it in your hand. Thanks. Do you now see I, this? Yes. I've killed many a man with this. Are you really? gonna kill me with this? I don't kill women. Oh. He does other things. To With the knife? Yeah. Oh. This is pretty cool. This is pretty sharp. Would you like would you like me to put this oh, right in here? So, like you were saying, you're you're Do <laughs> you have any new deepest darkest fears? Um, no, I just, um Men with mustaches and knives. <laughs> Men with mustaches are weird anyway. Usually and knives. Pedophiles. And sometimes they have knives. So as we as we continue on, <laughs> I'm like so I just got so thrown off with that. No, like just like my my men, like I'm like okay, so we're here. We're so here you now. were more afraid of the knife than I was. No, I'm just like thrown off. Okay. But you say that when you find a window, you like to act on that opportunity to change somebody's life. Is that your goal? Or is Not that necessarily. I feel like my goal is to just connect with people and to if I think that a lot of people need someone and they, they want someone to talk about those things with, they just feel ashamed of those said things. So if you can give them an opportunity to feel comfortable, it it just adds a little bit to their lives that can help. That's good. So so are you your main what it sounds like your main baseline goal here is to love other people yes. and to show them. So is that your is that your motivation to like make people around you feel loved? I think so. You think? I do. I want everyone to feel loved. I want everyone to see the love and everything. And I think, yeah, that's a good way to do it. You know, that's really interesting because we, we didn't even like talk about the last interview, but it's also stemming from that oh, mindset of having love. Really? Yeah, it's really interesting. See, everyone wants companionship. People want companionship. People need companionship. Human beings need each other. And I think you're right. People they want someone to be able to divulge and to connect with and to 
out there deep in the darkest things. And it doesn't even have to be a deep in the darkest secret. There, I am of the opinion that you can have things that you never tell other people, and that's okay. But things that you do want to tell to other people, and you don't have someone that you could tell, then that's what people need. You know, yes. friends, significant others, uh, parental figures, like what, mentors, a boss, co-workers, right, ride or dies, BFFs, all these things act as somebody, you can tell somebody these things, it could be anything, it's about a day at work, you know, that's why a lot of people go to bars and stuff that work together, and they rehash the day, because they need someone to vent to, right, yeah. and those people understand, because they were in the trenches at work with them, exactly. that's why you see such a huge bond with military guys, like, oh, you were in the military, and then they create this bond and connection, not even knowing them, there's under the assumption that the day might understand because they were there too and what's the thing when you see two military guys like talking story with each other the first five minutes they're talking about boot camp yeah like oh always. dude i remember my my guy he's like yeah. you know maybe do like 50 push-ups because i yeah. laughed at this i don't exactly. know yeah you know that's why cops and firefighters especially cops they're in their world and their world is there those people it's not other people it's just their world so you know what I mean? That's how it is. Yeah, it makes That's, sense. Yeah. I feel like when you can relate to people on things like that, it just it makes it a lot easier to create that bond. It, it makes it, it it makes it a new type of like that connection that you can do and that connection that you can have. It it allows you to open yourself up in this way where you can heal somebody. And I I found like when we try to heal these like or when we try to help other people it may overexert us, you know what I mean? But I feel like when you try to do it, it doesn't overexert you because you're good at reading people and you're also really good at understanding how they work. Yes. If that kind of makes sense. Yes. And yes. I've noticed that. Yeah, you're really good at that, which is interesting because not a lot of people out there are, you know? because no one ever stops to watch and listen. Nobody ever stops to watch Nobody ever stops to watch and listen. I think that if more people stop to watch and listen in life, that it would be a lot easier for them to pick on, pick up on those types of cues, you know? Yeah, 100%. And so is this something that you've always done? Or is this something that you kind of just started to do recently? I'd say it's something that I've done my whole life. Your whole life? Yeah, because when I was a kid, you know, I always wanted to... I guess part of it stemmed from the relationship that my parents had. I always wanted to console one of them all the time. So when I could do that, I would. And when I could try to read what they were thinking or feeling, it would make it a lot easier to help them feel better. And then when I got into elementary school, you know, kids crying on the playground, I want to help. And then it just kind of stemmed from there. Everything stemmed from that, that point, I'd say. Okay. And so you're, if you want to go into it... You're saying the relationship that your parents had, how or like how did that look um, in your life and how did that affect how you thought? I'd say it definitely gave me a very negative outlook on the world in the beginning. And then, it, not in the beginning, because when you're a kid and you don't see other people's families, you don't know what families are supposed to act like. Yeah. So when you're dealing with yours, it's just all consistent and what that's are, all you know. What are families supposed to act like? I don't think families are supposed to act a specific way. I'd say most families that are healthy are not going to have any 
like violent yelling or throwing things or anything. You know, you shouldn't do that around anybody, much less yeah, people closest speaking, to you. Yes. I get what you're saying. But then also, depending on what it is, healthy, I think, is the key word. Mm. Because depending on where you're at, by out here, by yelling and screaming and throwing, right, that's a healthy family. Out here. True. That's yeah. a healthy family. But there's a certain way to do it that. There's a certain way to. Yes. To abuse people. Exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> there's a certain way to. No, there is. There is. Assault someone actually. Yeah. There's a certain <laughs> way. Where's your knife at? Yeah. If you're gonna manipulate your family, your kids, and your wife, at least do it with spamming bees everywhere. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. beat them after yeah, they eat. Yeah. You know. What I mean? Beat them before so they can digest. Yeah. Pork and peas and stuff like that. Pork and peas and fish and knees. So, oh my god, so quiet. Look at that. Like, oh, quiet. Let me ask you this. Yes. Do I make you nervous? Yes. <laughs> I make you uncomfortable. No. No, but nervous. <laughs> yes. Why? I don't know how to read your facial expressions and it makes me very freaked <laughs> up. Why? Why can you read mine Because yours are, really are easier. His don't, he doesn't make any, or he does, but they're always the same. And I know that he likes to, he likes to mess with people. He likes to mess with people and I can tell. Did you oh my gosh. Pro wrestler, you know? uh, you. Yeah, you would make a good pro wrestler. If I would have seen you at any of my sports meets growing up, I probably just would have quit. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we're just, no, I'm just gonna bring the track back yes. on it. Okay. Bring bring the train back on We're the track. We're back on the so, train. So when you say, okay, this is your motivation, this is everything. I remember you mentioned at one point, uh, I think it was a couple days ago, um, and you said it a lot that every day you wake up and you choose. What what is it? What did you say? You. I wake up and I choose to be happy that day. I choose, choose happiness. How do you do that? How do you choose to be happy? Well, in the morning when I wake up, I feel like every morning I wake up and for those first five seconds in the morning, I'm completely blissful because I'm not feeling or thinking anything. Those first five seconds in the morning. Are you doing crap? No. Oh. Dude, when I wake up in the morning, I ask myself, is life worth living? Should I blast myself? <laughs> yes. Uh, a little shout out to Zero, baby. Zero. Okay. Yes. Yeah, All Houston, right. Let's switch a house, boy. <laughs> So you, right. you have this four or five seconds of bliss in yes. the morning. Yes, it's, it's four or five seconds of absolutely nothing. And then after that four or five seconds, I have noticed that I can either categorize my emotions into two, two separate baskets. I either have like the negative ones or the positive ones. And sometimes my mind automatically gravitates towards the negative ones, mm. just immediately. So I have to actively see that that's happening and I have to switch it, to flip the script. To so say, I'm gonna have a good day today and I'm okay. So you've learned control over your thoughts. Yes. And that's what so many people try to strive for, but they, they lack the capability to do that, the motivation. How do you, you know, how do you and how could other people wake up when they have trouble choosing and deciding to be? Was it just that you're stronger, more willpower, that your brain is better, or that you know better people, or you read better things, or listen to better music? How can someone do it that is having trouble with that, that wants to do that? I don't think it's necessarily any of those things. It's what, The way I see it is, so right when you wake up in the morning, your brain automatically releases the stress hormone into your body, no matter what, okay. because you're waking up. That's just because you're waking up. You're opening your eyes, and your body's, your nervous system is igniting, and 
it releases a stress hormone into your body to help you wake up. But that's gonna make you have negative thoughts. So you gotta remember that it's just it's just a chemical that's being released into your brain and you gotta say, I'm not actually freaking out about anything right now and I'm in no danger. So choose to be happy. That's crazy to think about. There's but nothing you choose, else. Right? You're I choosing, do. Right? I have to choose every morning. You're not letting your brain or your body. No. You're not letting any biological, neurological thing choose where you're choosing. Yes. So it's almost like you're outside yourself. You have agency within that fact. Yes. Because the biggest enemy we have is inside ourselves, right? We got like the in the ego, the super ego. The, the thing that tells us that saying that, oh, this is okay, this is the best thing, soul, spirit, conscious, all that kind of thing, we're also our biggest enemy, right? Exactly. So I think it's a why a lot of times, misery and depression, that's why I say misery loves company, right? Yeah. Because then you're, you're like, all right, my body, my brain, something in you is telling me, you like this with whatever ass backwards dopamine gets released when you're angry, whatever those feelings are that you can, you like the feeling of anger, power, whatever that is, then you just want more of that. So then you just find the company around yourself that is like that. It makes you feel like, like I found like, if you look at people who are angry all the time, if you look at people who, who have anger issues and who are, you know, caught up in their rage, they, they tend to try and stay in it as long as they can. Because I think it, like they feel, like you said, they feel empowered. Absolutely. So then you you have these people who are trying so hard to be in a terrible situation internally, and they're putting themselves in an external situation that gives them this little. It's the opposite of dopamine. And it gives them this this horrend like this this horrible mindset to where okay, I need to be in this situation so I can get angry, so I can feel depressed, and then I'll be stronger. That's right. It's kind of like Star Wars. So you know how you got the Sith and you got the Jedi's? Yeah. The Jedi's, they move and they're motivated by peace and by like will and like being diligent about their decisions. But the Sith, they're angry and that fuels them and that gives them power. And then the scary thing about it is both sides can give you the equal amount of power, but it's like what kind of power do you want to have? Yeah. Exactly. Or which side is easier to choose? Sometimes you'd rather just think it's happening to you and they don't have any say in it. But then other side's like, oh, I can get a better perspective, you know? And if you look at it too, like, okay, in Star Wars, right? I don't know if you, have you watched Star Wars? Uh, of course I've watched Star Wars. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Okay, okay. Let's <laughs> make it shit there, Jackson. But if you, if you look at it, it's so easy to fall to the dark side. Oh, yeah. Because... In order to have this light and this hope, you have to think positive for yourself. You have to see past. Thank you guys for clapping. You have to see past all of this, all of this anger, all of every, you know, and choose that happiness, which is actually in in turn, it's actually way, it's it's a bigger strength than yes. succumbing to the pain. It's harder. It's harder to get that type of control because they're both different levels of control. Yeah. It's just a matter of. Which one are you gonna actively choose? But which one is easier? That's true. Because for a lot of people, it's easier to succumb to those dark things in your life. Yeah. And you actually have to actively fight every single day to not go there. So on your journey to, to kind of control your emotion and kind of get gain control over your thoughts and choose this happiness, what, were, what was the hardest thing 
that you had to do to get to that point? I'd have to say the hardest thing that I had to do was realizing that I actually had control over it. Because it's, it's hard to accept self-responsibility in that sense because you always want to blame something else or someone else or a circumstance yeah. or a place for the way that you're feeling. But in reality, it's all things that you can control within yourself. So admitting that and letting go of that, it's almost like letting go of a part of your ego. Mm. Because you have to let go of that in order to accept that responsibility and start working towards better. That's really it also, good. It also, like, I think, I think thoughts in our mind work a lot like how water wears down, like ravines eventually turns into canyons. I think thoughts, the more you repeat them, they create a deeper, not literal groove, but figurative groove through your mind that um, the more you think negatively, the easier it's going to be to think negatively. So the further you are in that negativity, the bigger that canyon is, so to speak. It's harder to combat that and uh, change it into positive. But the more you do it, the, uh, the deeper that ravine's gonna get until all your thoughts are naturally coming positively. Yeah, you, you have know? to, it's, it's like, yeah, it's a repetitive motion. It's, it, it's it, habit, you know, we're creatures yeah. of habit. So if you wake up every day thinking the world's shit, like every single day, that's gonna get stuck in your head. And, you know, it gets to a point where even forcing yourself to think positively doesn't become genuine. But you gotta be mindful, which I think a lot of this is what you're saying is like, you just gotta be mindful, take stock of that. and you know, choose those happy thoughts, you know. People were like and eventually that builds into it's become more natural. Yeah. And there was yeah. Oh go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. So what he just said, um, there's actually because you're talking about how you have to kind of choose that and how it feels like the way that the water wears down the stones in a river. Right. So there's actually, it, it, what you figured out there, it took so many scientists so many years to figure out. Because actually, every time you have a thought and you indulge in that thought or that emotion, whichever it is, negative, positive, you could be happy, you could be scared, it could be anything. Yeah. If you indulge in that, it actually rewires the neurons in your brain, the different pathways of the neurons in your brain to make it easier for you to go in that specific direction. That's crazy. Yes. The power of the mind is such an insane thing because there was also a study, uh, actually it's a while ago, but these scientists took a group of people in and they started studying people who had unforgiveness in their life and they hated something or they hated someone and the chances of those people getting cancer over the chances over over the people who didn't harbor unforgiveness in their life was so much higher like like we're talking like 40% higher like and so you you look at this and you, you think okay if you are thinking a negative thought or a negative emotion this not only affects your mindset and the way that you live but it affects your body too Basically, yeah. yeah, which is crazy because if, if you start to see it, you start to notice people go into a depression, they stay home, they eat more or they eat less or they become this new sort of, you know, this new person and you're like, what happened to you? And then you notice, oh, they get weaker and then it just starts to, to, to like, just digress. 
over and over and over again. Yeah, you see it a lot in like people diagnosed with terminal illnesses, whether that be cancer or anything else. You know, doctors have this habit of giving, you know, a time frame, like you have X amount of time to live. I think that's what kills more people than the actual disease itself. Yes, you see, you see that, right? You see that side where they succumb and kind of surrender themselves to it. Yeah. And they, they don't make that time frame. They're like, oh. You see the opposite side where, you know, people are like, screw that, like, I'm gonna, I have like four more years to live as opposed to two or whatever. And they survive. And those people, you know, with the power of, you know, basically your mind, you can live longer. Absolutely. You know, you can kind of overcome that stuff. Yeah, you're still affected by that terminal illness, but your mindset will affect. Well, yeah, because the mind, you will probably talked about this already, the mind is so much more powerful than people will realize. Absolutely. So you don't have to be uh, a God-fearing person, a Christian, a Catholic, a Mormon. You don't have to be a fucking Episcopalian, a vegetarian. But, like, I know people that, like, staunchly against, like, let's say Christianity or, like, people in churches in general. Let's yeah. just say churches because there's all sorts of different branches. Something go wrong, personally, but... I know your mom is big in the church and she's a part of a prayer train. So I tell your mom to pray, to tell all the people to pray. It's like, oh, you don't even believe this stuff. Because they know deep down inside, we know we're born in Amy knowing that that meditation, prayer, these things, the mind is so powerful. Right. Prayer is powerful, meditation is powerful, no matter what you believe in. Woo! It's just so powerful. That's why, like, the easiest way to do it is, what did you, were you a cheerleader? I was a dancer. The dancer, same thing. So, um, <laughs> never say that again. <laughs> so what happens is, what, what does that happen? Everyone cheers. You see guys, oh, oh, we need some, you know, oh, we don't play our basketball game at home. It was tough. Why was it tough? Because there's that mental aspect of it. The spirits, the vibrations, the energy in the air that you need from your hometown fans. That's why they, they have never won it. You know, at home, right? They've never won. The visiting team has never beat this team when they play at home. But that visiting team, they had to use their energy, their power, their mind, and they had to fight against it. And that's why it's hard to beat a team when they're playing at their home court, right? It's like, but people, they don't associate these things together. They're like, oh no, it's just like, they were hyped up. It's all one and the same, essentially. It's all one and the same. Yeah, and another thing is Big Pharma is run by Big Pharma and the government. Like, actually, money runs all those things. Power and Big Pharma. Big Pharma, is, big Pharma and Big Tech is what runs our government in America, if you will. Well, this is in America. This is tonight. But the union that they're a part of, money and power run that. Not us. The doctors, they literally prescribing people nonsense because of money and power. Right? They're not willing to go against it. Right. That's true. But that's everyday society. People succumb yeah. to what the media is telling them, yeah. to what their boss is telling them, to what their boyfriend slash girlfriend is telling them in a negative way. And it's only the negative things that affect people in the long run. Yes. Over and over and over and over and over again, you get this. And it's sad to see. Yeah. So we were talking about gaining control over your mind. So, so you said the hardest thing was... 
the hardest thing, I'd say the hardest thing was letting go of my own ego and realizing that I could make that conscious decision every single day. And then, and you obviously, there's still, I guarantee there's still probably times right now when you wake up and it's harder. Yes. And there are days where I choose the, the negative in the morning. I, I don't mean to because that's, I guess that's the easier path for me as a person would be and make the negative choice. Yeah. But there are days that I definitely choose the negative choice and go like half the morning feeling that way and then I realize, oh, wait, why did I do that? And then I You ever thought back. about it like this? Because examples would be like, let's say, like people getting in shape or quitting cigarettes. I don't know. Those are some basic examples. People say, oh, well, if you really... Like if you could quit, if you're like, oh, I could quit if I wanted to, they said, well, then do it. Or I would get in shape if I wanted to. They don't want to. They don't want, and, and people don't like to accept the fact that they don't want to. So when people talk to me about fitness stuff, I say, ah, you know, I used to run and do this. And I was in really good shape. They're like, oh, why don't you do it again? I was like, when I want to, I will. But that's not what I want to do right now. And it seems so simple to even talk about it. But people don't like to look in the mirror. We talked about this with Abby. Um, self-awareness and personal reflection and then with what you're talking about choosing and I like to wake up in the morning because you feel like you've been defeated maybe but when you choose not to like when I woke up this morning and I was just hanging out I knew I was like I should probably go to the gym and I was like well I didn't want to so then I decided that I wasn't going to like I made that decision but I know I made that decision people like to act like oh I was busy it's like no busy or not you don't want to Exactly. You, you've got to accept it, like, how that works. Yeah, yeah. how it works. The hardest pill to swallow, I've said this before in many of the episodes, is to look in the mirror and be like, you. You're the one that fucked up. You're the one that did good. You're the one that did this. You're the one that didn't do this. You're the one. That's a hard thing. Even yes. fucking grown people, like my mom, could be an example, or like a grandpa, or your fucking best friend, or your Why don't you tell this? Ah, oh, man, you know, kids, and busy, and it's like that, you know? And... And this, but it's you. It's you. Like, accountability is fucking huge. That's a big thing. It is. Even like, and people think when we, when you say accountability is with somebody else around you, but right. the main issue for accountability is yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Oh, I do it anyway. It's okay. Like, and we, we would beat somebody up so much, like, or beat them down emotionally, if, for example, they weren't accountable with us. But how much more are we lenient with ourselves when we're not accountable to right. our own mind, our own heart, our own soul? I really like that you said it like that because I believe this, but I guess I never put it into words. The real accountability has to do with yourself. And if you believe as I do that, if you believe, I believe the accountability that we have with ourselves is in relation to God, whether it be Father. Brutus, Brutus, fucking you, whatever you want to fucking say, but it doesn't matter. Like, it's really in relation to something divine. When you realize that, like, we're, we're like, connected to a divinity, like, a high deity, whether that be the galaxy, the universe, Jesus, fucking Muhammad, Che Guevara, none of that. The <laughs> Right. When you believe, when you understand that, I believe people do not understand they're connected to something divine, right? Then it makes it harder with that accountability. Then it's okay to just let things slide. If you believe and understand that we're connected to something divine, then it's like, wait a minute, this accountability, 
accountability means something. Yeah. There's a reason to be accountable, right? Because people have problems with purpose or interiorizing themselves to life. Oh yeah, well, it just fucking makes me happy. My mental health. I just eat McDonald's out of home. Okay, that's there's nothing evil about that. No. But right. if you want something to change, right? Or if you suddenly someone says, oh, I don't. Wait, wait a minute, why? Oh, maybe the divine part of you. Wait a minute, I have a purpose. And that purpose isn't just to sit here and do what I want to do, right? For me, it's for you to be better. Yeah. The highest virtue. I talk about it all the time. Ayn Rand, the highest virtue, the potential you have for yourself. So, what do you do? What do you do when you wake up and then you're, you choose not to? And you go in the negative route. Later that day or the next day, do you, do you go down on yourself? No. Nope. Not like, I mean, it's hard to go down on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with a broken ankle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole thing about being flexible. Right? That's um, a different story. <laughs> well, we'll have that on the Patreon, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like what happens with me like today when I do. I was like, oh, I still had purpose. He's going to read. He's going to hang out with my wife. And so that's what I wanted to do. And so instead of being like, fuck, I didn't go work out today. Then tomorrow, if I want to. The self-aware, that's a big issue. I don't think people want accountability. Or they do want it. With other people. Yes. They want it with other people. They don't want to ever admit that it's their own fault. Yeah. Because there's no shame in admitting that it is your fault. Right. But then again, everybody always wants to be pointing at somebody else. Yes. What, what is today's society made up out of? They want to it's pawn it off. Yes, it's made out of every single person on this planet pointing at, oh, it's their fault, no. it's his no. fault, it's right. Biden's fault, it's Trump's fault, right. it's right. Israel's fault, it's the yeah. Palestinians' fault, it's everybody's fault, you know? Like, like you talk to a, a random dude in a trailer park, like, why are you racist? Well, back in the day, it was my bad, like, my happy, you know? Yeah. Well, it's it's like, the same, yeah. That's same. I use, well, I don't know what to say to say BLM, but like, let's say somebody in some nationalist organization, oh, the reason that we're having trouble as a culture and society is doing better is because of this, that's in this systemic, you know, the system that makes it harmless. That very well may be true. Sure. That's no excuse for you to not fix you and to not exactly. make sure you're other people. And everybody's like, oh, it's time for me to be loud about it because I'm doing my part. Like, uh. Are you? I don't think anybody really in today's society well, is doing their part. No, nobody is. The loudest one in the room is, you know what I mean? is, is so often is the weakest one in the room. Oh, right? Exactly. Thing, like what when um, Abby said, being united, showing love. Yeah. I think that if you look at a, okay, if you were to take a group of people in the college bar, Let's take our table for example. Yeah. You take all of these people and they're sitting at the table. Somebody's happy. Or let's say, what? we'll put 10 people on the table. Nine, nine of those people are happy. One comes in looking all down, being all sad, being all upset. What's going to happen to that one guy? He's going to become happy. Mm-hmm. And then maybe the next night it's a different person that's sad. And then the cycle continues. So it's not all about being on the same wavelength, but it's about being with like the same goal. What are we aiming for? Are we aiming to show love? Are we aiming to show whatever this is that we need? Is, am I coming off on the right foot here? I think like, so. You just no, can't. You're just you're, 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 yeah. 
I, I, I just came. Oh. I came on the right foot. Oh no. Just a testament to that specifically. The Kava Bar, freaking, you know, I, when I first got here five months ago or whatever, you know, my brother Nixon took, he was like, yo, I got this cool ass place to show you guys. Brought me over there. Immediately, freaking people started introducing themselves. Like, I felt welcome the second I stepped foot in there, you know? Dude, and, and it's like specifically the Kava Bar, amazing for that. But there's ways to build that outside of the Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? 100%. Like, I it's felt so simple. simple all the time. Like, dude, when I came here, I can save my life. Like 100%. Absolutely. I was in the most distraught and, and down mental that I had ever been in my life with the situations that happened, with right. what went down. And the moment I pull up, the moment I, I showed up, I meet Jonathan, I meet Liza, I meet, I meet Sean. And then from that, it branched on to seeing, meeting Tim, meeting Losa, then Brayden, and all these people. And the, the more I came, I, I, was, I realized like, yeah, the drink is cool. It's it's awesome, but it's not. It's not that. It's the people there. Absolutely. And then we started doing things outside of the Kava Bar, right. and then it's like, okay, this isn't this just isn't this place. This is, this is us taking it out. And Almost, yeah. I feel like it. It's like what people think church should be like. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that it's so what church much. thinks it's like. Yeah, it's what church yes. thinks it's right. like. But it's not. <laughs> church is over here being like, yo, we be like letting everybody in. We are all so inclusive. I've never seen a more inclusive place than this place. You're right. And, and, and to not get into the art side of things and, with, and how that can affect us back on a divine level with art and beauty and things like that. In this instance, we're not worried about the architecture and actual structure. As they say in church, it's not about the building, right? Right. It's about that kind of aspect of the people around it, right? And what they're, the vibrations they're talking about, right? Yes. And and that has a divine aspect to it. There's a, there, there's a reason that I come here all the time. There's a reason that people come here and there's this is a safe place. I love coming here. Mm-hmm. This is a safe place. Every time. Think about that. Every single time I come, it's the best night. Yeah. It is. Oh it's nice. God, yeah. It's such I a mean, great environment. It is. And we, oh, we don't even come. I, I don't come here that often, you yeah. know? But when, when and you do come. When I do. And right when, you, when you come, like, how hard is it to get you there? It's not hard at all. You know, it takes... <laughs> <laughs> You know, does it take like because there's some nights that I want to come here and like in all seriousness, <laughs> in all seriousness, it's like it's it's hard to right. get like <laughs> to get out of bed and like want to say how immature are you, Sarah? <laughs> he just keeps going. No, I'm like I'm being legit. No, there, he did it. He finished. There are, <laughs> I finished. Okay. I finished a while ago. Guys. How old are you again? Uh, 20. <laughs> <laughs> you should get your shit together. <laughs> no, but like seriously, like, like there, yes, you were. We are. No, I heard it. There, there's a lot of times where I don't want to be here. I don't want to make my way to the Kaaba Bar, or I don't want to go. But then I realize, like, once I show up, once I'm there, it, it makes it such like it makes my mind better. And it's not me needing a crutch. It's just being in that atmosphere that we have created that community man yes. like i mean the the days or the nights that i do come here are you know it 
ends up a better day than when I don't come here. And you know, a lot of the times, like, I won't show up and I'll be like, yeah, no, it's, um, you know, my mood's just not there today. I don't want to put that on anybody else. But when once have I come here and not, you know, left happier or Absolutely. more connected or, you know, it doesn't... It's a sense of clarity after you come. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not you come and go. You come and you stay. Yeah. Absolutely. Right there with me. And then when it's time to go, you know, it's a it, bummer. It, it's, like, it's, a, it's a bummer. I wish it's like, I could stay open till 2 a.m. Yeah, I to work in the morning, sorry. <laughs> sleep over. <I> can't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, man, I gotta go. I gotta go soon, guys. <laughs> so it's like, you know, but it's good. It's good having that mentality. And it's not... It's great. The, that, I mean, the drink helps, and, and helps. you know the other the, the environment is cool, but it's the people. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I mean, even the ones that like, you know, I haven't had like a super deep conversation with, you know, are super welcoming and still, you know, you don't feel unwelcome. That's that's a good thing. Yeah, you don't feel any pushback from the people here. Like, even the people I haven't met yet, you know. If you pass each other, you're smiling at each other, you give them right. a hey, you, you know, nobody here is like, oh, screw this guy, like, he, yeah. he's, you know, not from around here, or whatever, like, it's always, always inclusive here, and I originally, like, I, a big part of that is just, like, you know, I think you would have a harder time finding this on the mainland, at least where I'm from, you know? Yeah. I think, uh that mindset just is more natural here in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just more present, too. Yeah, well, because community is big out here. And that, you know... Um, Family is, is big out here. Don't stay rooted. Don't forget your roots. Like, those kind of things. And that, it boils over into the people. And that's why people come here so much, which, on a whole separate podcast and a whole separate conversation, is the part of the issue of, like, all the people that come here, like it's like, fuck, why all these, how all these fucking come, all these people here, it's like, right. what they have here, it, it's not something, it's something to be protected, but it's something that must be shared. And also, the only ones that visit here, except for those drunk guys last night, yeah, Mm-mm. the only ones that that I've ever seen come through those doors is they're here because they're interested about culture so it already the moment you step in it breaks down this facade and this barrier of oh they're just here you know just to be you know what I mean right because if you okay you were to take the people that go to the fish truck and you put them in the same room with the people that go to Kawa Bar that show up out of nowhere just for the Kawa Bar you're gonna see you're gonna see the difference absolutely they're gonna see the difference with each other they're gonna be like you guys are you know and it's just automatic the ones that already open themselves up to the culture they're gonna be like you know what I mean right so it's it's interesting the way that once you step through that door it's like boom it breaks down absolutely breaks down that facade freaking just being willing Abby talked earlier about you know knowledge and just like being willing to learn like you're coming into other people to another people's home basically like you need to take the time to try to learn what that is about you know yeah don't come in here trying to 
impose your own will or whatever on other people. Like, you can teach them about your ways, you know, but you got to be willing to listen to theirs and really just make an honest effort at living it while you're here. And, like, you know, I, I could just go on about how why is just fucking something else. It's beautiful. It's the, it, it's the fucking tits. And that was perfectly said. Thank you. Yeah. It, um... Especially the tits part. Yeah. <laughs> well, it seems they were perfect tits, man. <laughs> it, seems, yeah. it was well-rounded, actually. It seems if the, the, the general theme of what we've been talking about tonight is, is that, that unity and that kind of love, right? And yeah. those things, that's like a general term, general theme topic people talk about. But sure. specifically, the way I feel like we are approaching it is with this idea of this personal reflection and awareness and the accountability we have in our lives and how that then it can affect the person next to you, the community you're around, and then the family you're in, or the person next to you, your family at home, then the community you're in, the city, the county, the state, the province, oh. the commonwealth, and then the whole, right? All the way. And it does. It does. It, does. And it, and it has a huge thing. People have been talking about this for fucking centuries, right? right? But the thing about it is, people have been talking about but not acting on it, right? And the acting that comes with us is like when we go do stuff, when you and Nixon come over, on Christmas, you know what I mean? Like that's the acting part of it, right? And get like actually shit faced on yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the, the conversations we have, you know, the the bringing of somebody else in, you know, someone that I've never met, Abby, you know what I mean? Like bringing in the disabled, like you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> the ones that use the handicap stalls. Yeah, <laughs> which I use them too. And also I when shame in that game. There's nothing wrong with the short bus. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm not retarded. I just go oh. on the bus. Oh, okay. I, uh... <laughs> no, I don't, I like that. That was... I got pushier seats, man. Yeah, pushier seats. Pushier yeah. <laughs> seats. Oh, yeah. uh, dude, we always have the best rap battles on the short bus. Dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For real. When we're trying to lick the windows. <laughs> Ooh. What? So, Sarah, when... You were talking about earlier. Licking the windows. Not licking the windows, but... Okay, we can talk about that. We're, we're not going to expound on that. Okay. <laughs> no, like that's okay. Um, well, should we focus on that part? No. So, no, yeah. Uh, that's why I was I was just like, you yeah. know, for the viewers that, I mean, Abby's sisters are like really young, yeah. and I don't know. No, it's okay. I feel so bad for your 10-year-old sister. Well, no, one thing, no, it's one okay. Thing, everyone, people that listen to this, and it's funny, I'm saying it now in the midst of it an episode but like all the jokes all the things that we say on here uh, like you mentioned it's all a bunch of bullshit like you know because I love to harp on like all the most inappropriate things and sometimes when I tell someone about this podcast I say uh, just so you know like it, we're, we're joking and I shouldn't have to tell people that right. but I do make that disclaimer and I'll even say it again is but that's why this is so great because we're talking about some real stuff. We're having a real conversation here, and this is raw, and it's in, like it's the best feeling to be able to sit here and break bread, to ever to conversate and fellowship about some things, you know, and grow and intertwine with each other, absolutely, and, and learn about it. So, I, me, I'll end with this on that. But me and my wife would not stick here, stay here, if it wasn't for the people we met. Yeah. Okay. No. No. Like, I don't know if people understand the severity of that gravity of this is that we are around people that that we want to stay in my hometown right now my dad is essentially dying 
he has got get dimension. He's going on a sharp decline yeah. right now. And if something really bad happens, I'm gonna go back. But I'm gonna go back and visit. But I'm coming back here. Our home is in Texas, but this is this is this is where we want to be. And there's a lot of reasons. It's so hard to think. Every day we're here. We've talked about how we we're gonna be here for like three years, five years, maybe the most, and then leave. He's gonna die here. I'm gonna make sure. Now we decided that we just want to be here. Yeah. And it's the people that we're around. We're around. You know. There's only a couple reasons we might leave. It'd be like if it was just like, I guess the whole family fucking dies. So then I guess I'd still stay here because there's nothing. Nothing to go back to. If you guys move back to Texas, I'm killing that. (laughs) That's it. it. I'm killing that. But like, I can't kill me. If I can, like, if I can, um, kind of fast track off of what you said about Haley, that you mentioned Haley and you, you had no issue. Like when I first met you, you had no issue socializing with people. But when I first met Haley, she she did not want to talk to anybody, and she would say in her own corner, "She's a bitch." Uh oh. So your wife, yeah. Um, but the thing is, is I I've seen this growth in her, and now she's like, like she wants us to come over and just hang out. Yeah. Like I'm able to make jokes with her and like yeah. mess around. Yeah. You absolutely. know, not. No. You can if you want. No. Yeah. Yeah. But the 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 main focal point of that being is if you realize whoever spends time at that table. Healing happens, and it's it, it's not necessarily that table, but if we if they have a conversation in that group, why? Because so much of us have been through the ringer, so much of us have been shat on and fucking spit out, but we all have this mindset of, dude, I'm gonna try and help that one person, and because of that mindset, we end up helping ourselves and each other, and it strengthens Ooh, amen, us. And when we go everywhere, like, dude. Amen. Somebody get me an organ in the background. Somebody, no, but like, when whenever we're, we're like out doing something, we're on the beach or we're we're at paintball, we have these people come up. Oh, what do you guys do? Oh, we're at the cobble bar, or we, we just yeah. hang out. We're from the they're like, dude, that's so cool. And we have like you you could take us anywhere, and we'll have a conversation, mm-hmm. like a legit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I freaking ran into Kakai like probably it was a month or two ago at this point, up at Napili Market, and, you know, like, again, like, me and him don't sit here and talk for hours when I'm at the Kava Bar, we do our hellos and, you know, how's things going, but when we saw each other at the market, we stopped, you know, we freaking shook hands, and we just were like, what's up, what what are you doing today? Like, brother, like, dude, it's family, this is family. It is, it's family, and, like, these people... You guys like give a shit, you know? Yeah. So many. Like so genuinely many. love each other. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm not even bragging about it because I came, pull, I pulled up. I was, I was terrible. I was a terrible <laughs> person. I was in a horrible mindset. But like now, it's like, I have a bad day. I'm like, I know who I'm gonna, I know who I'm gonna be with. So like, and sometimes I find myself. Like, I'm not using it as a crutch, but I'm, I'm like, because I can live my day-to-day life without these guys. Yeah. I don't want to. Right. But I can. Right. And it's like, no, this is friendship. This is like true companionship. And this is something, and I realize it, and I say this so often, I, I, but so many people don't have that. It's, it's true. It's hard, so many harder people, to find, I think. You want people to have that. You so people many people have. don't. And I, like... Looking back before I had these friends and before I had these this family, 
I never saw, like, it was so hard for me to talk to somebody. Or it was so hard for me to just, like, because I don't, I didn't trust anybody. I still don't trust people. But here it's like, oh, yeah, you ask me any question, I'll tell you right off the bat. Yeah, anything. Any, like, and I'll be like, yeah, straight up, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, you need to come around more with Nixon. Yeah, I think you should come to the house sometime next time we mix. Yeah. Hell yeah, come to the house or you're yeah. not allowed. But <laughs> we're not. There's there's stairs. Yeah, we're not ADA access. I understand. <laughs> has nothing to do with your personality and how it's horrible, but no. <laughs> 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 Whoa. No. Okay. So, so Sarah, <laughs> continue. We kind of went off track just a little bit, but whenever you know you mentioned this for people to have, you, you want to help people. You want them to understand how you see it and how you understand it. Do you have an extra little sliver of advice for anybody listening out there like that they can grab onto, hold tight, and keep going with it? Like, Do you have any sliver of something that you want to tell the people that are listening? Anything. Go for it. I'd say... The biggest thing is it's all it's all in your mind. You can choose to feel however you want to feel and you can choose to do whatever you want to do and you truly have no boundaries in that sense and you just need to go for it. Just anything, just go for it. If you want to do it, do it. It's that simple. It's that simple. All in the mental, all in the mind. Jackson, you have anything you want to say? Oh man, so much, but like that just take too much time, honestly. Well, like, well, it's... What we're going to do, because, I mean, for this one, this episode, we kind of, and the cover is going to close soon. But what we're going to do is I would love to have, like, maybe a separate. Separate one with Jackson. With Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. Maybe we can do it at my house yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, we can do it at your house tomorrow. Yeah. I'm go out and do errands and stuff. Yeah, that's fine. We could do that. And then um, you better be here on New Year's Eve or I will kill you. Yeah, come New Year's yeah, Eve. Yeah, New Year's Eve. <laughs> Yeah. But I absolutely will. Do you have a like a something that you want to share? Um, I guess just tailing off what you had just last said um, about you how you had you know problems talking to people you know when you first showed up like you know that's been a for me personally that's been a lifelong struggle is just freaking communicating and talking and approaching people you know and um, while it's not uh, it's not resolved that you know it's all I think it's always something that won't necessarily come natural to me I feel like when I'm here like I've warmed up just so much faster than anywhere else in my life you know just being here with you people, you know, for you people, freaking uh, <laughs> you disgusting <laughs> brown people. Is that yeah? It sounds like are we your first brown friends ever? Actually, no. So. <laughs> I actually have a black friend back home, guys. Seriously, I promise. <laughs> well, it sounds like to me, Jason. You're, you're you just the thing you're talking about is like you just wish you're glad when you have a place that can to find to seek out people and places that can give you the things that can and the, the things that are tough for problems because there's things I have problems with issues with yeah. find the place find the people that it makes it you know one hundred percent and then I can you know we can again bring this shit to the family so to say and break it down together Absolutely. you know instead of yeah thinking you know 
oh, nobody wants to hear that or, you know, it's too much of a burden or whatever. Like, there are people out there willing to help you with your shit if you're willing to let them in. Yeah. Help you. And if you're willing, it's, you it's both of us have to extend our arms. Yes. Yeah. Because you could be not, asking, yeah. It's just not, we overcomplicate it to ourselves so much, but it's very simple. Um, it is kind of just a choice you need to make, you know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to take that leap of faith. Maybe it'll be uncomfortable. Right. But fuck, see what happens. See if it gets better, you know? And a lot of times it will. The thing about this whole family also, and this, this mindset that Sarah's mentioning and everything, and that Abby mentioned earlier, every single person at that table there's at least one person that knows something about the other person and they know their past. We all, in some way or another, to some extent or another, know the, the fullness of every single other person's past at that table. Mm-hmm. And none of us care. Yeah. None of us give a shit about who any of us were. What matters is where we're at now and what matters is where we're pointing at and who we will become. Yes. I always love to say it. It doesn't matter... Who you are, it doesn't matter what you've done, what matters is what you're gonna become. Are you on your way there, or are you sitting still? So I think the main focus that, that we've really talked about is this is a motivational kind of thing. Get up off your ass, think about it, gain control of your thoughts, gain control of your mind, gain control of your surrounding, because you can put yourself in these situations to feel sad, to feel depressed, to feel angry. But you can also, in the same way, put yourself in this situation to feel healing, to get healed, to have happiness, amen. to experience that love. Freaking amen. So choose it, yeah. Yes. And on that note. Yeah. And by order of Renegade Supreme. Renegade order Supreme. order Renegade Supreme. And the Peaky Blinders. Fucking do it. Make the choice. Just do it. Yeah. Or I will break in your house. <laughs> I will yeah. kick your fish. Oh, I was going to say, and break in your house and have my way with your... Anyways... He's in your walls. Yeah, walls. I know where you live. Um, and he's in your walls. <laughs> oh, yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Hey, uh, do you have? Can you, yeah, do you have anything else you want to any, say? Like a plug, I, like an Instagram you want to tag or no, something? No. I'm you got an Instagram cool. you want to tag? No. no not here, really. Stand up. Stand up. Kind of just while you stand up. Let's. Hey, come over here. Let's see if the video can get all of us in. Oh yeah, that would be super cool. At the same cool. time, for yeah. like half a second. Yeah. And then what we'll, we'll that was so good. Thank you guys so much for listening. Just a reminder, we are on. Spotify, we're on Apple Music, we are on YouTube, um, and we are uh, in your house watching you. We know where you check out Tim's yeah, Substack, Patreon.com, or Patreon.com slash Renegade Spring. Check out uh, at Texan Pueyo, Substack. I'll post some more writings. Um, check out right here, and then there you go. It's a mugshot. Check out, um, there's Nixon. Yeah. There's me, 808.ferns, on Instagram. I make music too. And Sean. Sean's going to be back. We miss you, Sean. Hey, yeah. Love you too. Love you guys. Renegade Supreme. Renegade Supreme. Yeah. 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 Yeah